Uh, one of my favorite things to do, one of my favorite places to go is the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness. So we got some, some pictures here. This is my last trip uh, uh, that I took last year. I used to go every year, two or three times a year. I've probably been 30 times, uh, but as I'm getting older, I'm not going as often. Uh, so, you know, this is the front of the canoe, and, and there's a lake. There's a canoe in the distance in front. Some other friends of mine uh, were on a lake, and, and it's, I love the Boundary Waters because it's beautiful, because it's quiet, it's peaceful, there's no distractions, you got no cell service, you got no electricity, you got a lot of those, no homes, no cabins, uh, and, and I love being out in nature with God. All right, next picture of a fish. Uh, this is my friend A. Do you know why he's smiling? He's smiling because that's my fish, all right? Uh, I, I caught that fish. I'm taking the picture, but uh, the day before, he had caught one that I, we kind of traded off like that. But uh, I, I love to fish, and so I love the Boundary Waters because of that as well. The, nec the next picture uh, is a campsite. Now, here's the friends that we went on the trip. Uh, and, you know, there is a lot of things to do to prepare to go to the Boundary Waters. You have to prepare for all types of weather. You have to prepare uh, cooking. You have to uh, utensils. You have to prepare food. You have to prepare sleeping bags, what you sleep in. All of these things. And the very first time I went, I went with some friends who were veterans. So that was great. Of course, they put two packs on me, and I thought, what in the world am I doing? I don't think I can do this. But after you go, you realize you can. And then the next time I went in, I decided to go with one friend using him as a guinea pig to try and say, hey, I, I'm going to plan on leading groups in here, a lot of young people, but I need to know what I'm doing. So I got to go once by myself. So I went once by myself, and I, I didn't have a list, one of my problems. Uh, so I packed all of these things. I thought I had everything. We get up there. We get in. Uh, we do some fishing. We set up camp. And then evening meal comes. We're cooking. And I realize I have no utensils. No spoons. Usually all I bring is a spoon. Uh, and I had this new set of, you know, cookware with plates and stuff that I had not used before. And when I, and, and it's all packed together real small, real tightly to, for room and stuff. And then I get out and I realize I don't have forks. I don't have spoons. I don't have anything. What are we going to do? We're up here for days. And yeah, we eat a lot of fish, but we eat pasta. And I, I'm, how am I going to do this? But, well, we, we managed to take sticks and carve out some spoons, they, probably more like shovels than spoons, but we, we carved them out. Uh, and then we wrapped them in tinfoil, because I have tinfoil for the fish, that's, that's in the picture there too. And you know what, it worked great. And in fact, I thought, you know, this is ingenious, because now we don't even have to wash our spoons. We just unwrap the tinfoil after we're done and throw that in the trash. But I forgot something very important. Last week, Patrick talked about, are we avoiding hard things? And he encouraged us, if we're not doing the hard things, then we're really not following Jesus. Did a good job if you're, if you're new uh, to the series. If you missed it last week, listen to it. It's on the website. It's on YouTube. Today, I am talking about the very next thing. Am I neglecting the small things? Uh, Luke chapter 16, verse 10 says this. If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. When I, talk, when I was started thinking about not neglecting the small things, I started, all these thoughts came through my mind, and, you know, I went grocery shopping with my mom this week, and we're, I'm watching people, you know, park and then take their shopping cart to the place it goes. 
uh, and put in there or not. Some people leave it by the car. And if you take your shopping cart to the place where it goes, can you please put it in the slot and not just sideways or out in front? You can tell it's a pet peeve of mine. Um, and I thought about things like that. You know, are we doing the small things? Are we doing the little things? Are we being kind to people? Are we taking every opportunity? To be, you could preach a whole sermon on that. I've decided to go in a little bit different direction. I think there's some little things that are maybe even more important, maybe more foundational than that. And so that's why I chose to go with the scripture Dana read, Micah chapter 6, uh, 6 through 8. This is in the New Living Translation, Dana read from the NIV. I love both of them. I think they're both good. We're giving you both today. What can we bring to the Lord? Should we bring in burnt offerings? Should we bow before God most high with offerings of yearling calves? Should we offer him thousands of rams and 10,000 rivers of olive oil? Should we sacrifice our firstborn children to pay for our sins? No, O people, the Lord has told you what is good. And this is what he requires of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So when Micah talks about it, the writer is like, you want to do all these big things? And, he, and he's exaggerating about all these things with offerings and sacrifices and even our firstborn that you could do, give to the Lord. And, and no, you don't have to do all of that. All you got to do is these small things, these simple things. That's what the Lord requires of you. But when Jesus kind of quotes this verse in Matthew 23, the New Testament, chapter 23, he says this, What sorrow awaits you, teachers of religious law, and you Pharisees? Hypocrites! For you are careful to tithe even the tiniest income from your herb gardens, but you ignore the more important aspects of the law, justice, mercy, and faith. You should tithe, yes, but do not neglect the more important things. Um, Jesus starts with these little things like, you know, tithing the tiniest bits of your herb garden. My wife did an herb garden, you know, on a back deck, and it was just kind of a little thing that had 10 or different, 12 different kinds of herbs, and, you know, there's not much harvest there. It's not like you have a garden, and you've got 